Good morning, everybody, and welcome to episode 69 of the Fetch Everyone weekly podcast. Nice. FetchEveryone.com is a free website for runners, bikers, swimmers, and everyone else. Some websites put their best features behind a paywall. We don't do that. Visit fetcheveryone.com forward slash podcast with all your comments and questions. And uh, yeah, we love those. I'm joined here by a slightly rustly, but nevertheless quite bustly, Katie. No, I'm sorry, Katie is not here. She's not here? No. She's been replaced by someone this is Mavis. further up the... Uh... This is Mavis. <laughs> this is... Okay, so where's this coming from? Well, now that uh, Katie is doing telephone consultations, she needs a receptionist. And yes. um, otherwise people just talk to her and she has to, she needs a receptionist. To make sure that the, the, the COVID so Katie, is not transferred. Katie's not I'm here. T- I'm, t- I'm doing my Mavis voice now, <laughs> this is not good. Anyway, could you put me through please to Katie? I've, I've filled out all the relevant oh. forms. All right then. Okay. I'm here. I'm here, I'm a bit sleepy, I'm in my dry robe, so I'm a bit rustly. Um, yeah. Yeah, you, you're definitely here. Yeah, I did yeah. Mavis in a slightly different voice today um, for the benefit of um, the Fetchies that were on a Zoom meeting. Uh, well, actually it wasn't Zoom, no. It was a Facebook meeting room meeting. And we were discussing the benefits of having a receptionist. Yeah. And I introduced them to Mavis then, but I had a bit of a different voice. I'm not sure I can recreate it, to be honest. I've gone quite posh for this today's Mavis. It's a very sort of well-to-do Mavis. I don't want any receptionists out there to think that I'm in any way taking away from the importance of your job. In fact, if anything, I'm, I'm saying that your job is so important. I really wish I had you. So, yeah. I have thought about employing my mum, actually. Yeah. But she's still having to stay two metres away from us yeah. and, and not allowed inside our house. And... No, well, she wouldn't need to be. It's all about on the telephone, isn't it? So. Oh, okay. So you just put, like, put people through to her yeah. first. And She'll then... be all firm with them. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, anyway. I reckon she would as well. She's got her social distancing stick. She has? It's all good. Anyway. Anyway, are you done talking with that now? Yeah. Um, right, so um, how's your week been, Katie? Um, it's been, I'll admit, quite sleep-deprived. Um, yeah. That's not been great. Um, I thought that's where we were going with the whole Mavis impression. I thought you were sort of bursting oh. out into mm. like, some alter ego or something to help mm. you get through it. Yes, Katie's asleep, Mavis is not. Yeah. Um, no, so I've done some yoga, some running and some swimming, in short. And my yoga has only been four different sessions because I liked day 25. So I did that twice over the weekend because it's basically day 25 is lying down with a blanket. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. So yeah. I did that twice over the weekend, and I did three open water swims last week, 
Yesterday I had my probably most rubbish swim of the year. Um, it didn't go well, but I did it. I, I did it. I got through yeah. it. I did nearly a mile. And all this with giving blood as well? I gave blood on Friday and it went very smoothly. I was a bit slower than usual because I don't think I drank as much as I should have done. Um, and I think that was partly down to wearing a, a face covering, hmm. which I was requested to do by the blood service. Yeah. Can um, you tuck the biscuits in underneath the face covering? Or how does that work? Well, when we when I got there, they basically just said, look, we'd rather you were drinking than face covering. So the people on the ground, as it were, were saying, yeah, this is all very well, but we need you to drink. We need you to be safe. We need hmm. you to all of that stuff. So take it off and drink and yes please eat something before you go so i didn't tuck my yeah. biscuits up i just yeah just ate them really um it was interesting being at that in that situation it was a lot more relaxed than i imagined it would be um but they were all brilliant and um good yeah and my and the other thing that was really pleasing is we've been largely vegetarian um, or we're eating a lot of vegetarian food, and we have done for about six weeks. And my little drop of blood sank like a stone yeah. in the I, test tube. I say you and me are probably doing about eight out of ten meals mm. um, yeah. with no meat. Yeah. And then it's fish, isn't it, on the days when we are having some, Yeah. by and large? Yeah. yeah. I had some meatballs last week it's hard to know how much meat's actually in those but um yeah and i'm guessing it's not fish <laughs> yeah meatballs doesn't really get any more it's probably beef and pork or something like that isn't it i would expect that's so. bad yeah. that i don't even know what's in them though but a meatball is a recognized item isn't it you sort of like <laughs> it's not really that's not really the point. I should it's know what I'm putting point, in my body. It's not the point, but people go, oh, meatballs, lovely. You don't mm. go, meatballs, oh, okay, what kind of meat? I mean, I, mm. I, I certainly don't. But I had a mixture, of, so I'd made, I'd used um, Linda McCartney's other vegetarian meal options are available, but this time I had used Linda McCartney's meatballs and, um, like, not hers, not belonging to her, but her... Anyway. Yeah, we, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> sorry. We know, it's okay. It's all right. <laughs> so tired. Um, anyway, I'd used her. So I had a couple of those and I had a couple of the meatballs that I'd made for uh, our, our meat eater in the house. And um, I, I would say that I looked more at the ingredients of the veggie ones than I did the meat ones. Yeah. Which is just it's just rubbish, really. I should know what I'm eating. And I have to say, I didn't really enjoy either version. I would rather just eat vegetables than a kind of pretend thing. Pea protein, which is what a lot of the veggie stuff is made of, is sort of an interesting thing, really. It's got it's quite a... It's got a strange texture. Yeah, it's kind of... There's sort of a musty taste about it. Do you not find? I'm I'm not getting the mustiness, but just the the texture is very very consistent throughout. I mean, I'm forever referring to stuff as flavor cubes and and, mm. and 
tasty cylinders and it, and it is it feels like once you once you've started biting through that bite is the same f- until your teeth meet again but i have to refer the honorable don't know gentleman where, don't know when yeah to the fact that he likes hot dog sausages from the cinema which there's no real well there's always a bit of a surprise in one of those <laughs> <laughs> anyway i can't what are we talking about <laughs> um we were talking about you giving blood and how oh, your um mm-hmm. your little um droplet sank yes. to the bottom so you're happy yeah, that yeah. you're yeah so that went well and i did two runs last week and i'm up against elsie in who squares wins which was a nice little surprise because i'm missing elsie um and well i'm missing everyone actually had a bad week for missing people um but it was nice to be up against her in Who Squares Wins. And she's only running in her garden and she's beaten me on Who Squares Wins. I mean, she's cycling. No, she's cycling as well. She's cycling, she? I know that. But, I mean, she's running in her garden Yeah. and she's beaten me by 36 to 25, the final score is. Well, unless she sneaks out for a little bit more. Yeah. But she has exercised already this morning. But she might do a bike ride. Who knows? Yeah, I mean, so basically... You're toast. I'm toast. I've done my list. final bit today and I'm not going to get any further with it. So Yeah. That's my summary. I don't know whether it actually summarises my week in any kind of way. I, I think, that, like, your your overall demeanour just gives a flavour of your week. My flavour. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? You talk oh, now. Uh, right, OK. So, for me, I've, I haven't done anything apart from running. Because I'm up with the boy, so cycling's out, and um, I couldn't be bothered to do any sort of body pump in the mornings. So, well, I did. So I've done three runs. So that's the that's that's the big positive. Mm -hmm. Um, And I carried on building up. So the the run on Tuesday was a minute walk, then twenty three minutes. Running, mm. um, and then Friday I built it up to a minute walk, then twenty eight minutes of running, um, and then and and that got me to three miles, um, and then so on Sunday morning I did um, a minute walk and thirty one minutes, um, and I'm just going to stay at around about half an hour of running mm-hmm. for the next week or so. That sounds now, good. Just to see, like I, I'm happy that I've, I'm going out and doing enough of a run that I get. A really nice sort of happy yeah. feeling when I come back from having yeah. done it, but it'll give my leg just another week to go right. Okay, so this is what we do again now. Yeah, and um, I'd still, if I can, I'll, I'll get a cycle ride in this weekend if we're if we're free. Um, I've got a seven a.m. swim on Saturday. If that helps, there we go. Yeah, I'll have a look at the weather. Let's see. The mm, other slightly off-putting mm. thing is that the weather's a bit up and down at the moment. But yeah. if it's anything like okay, then I'll give I'll give that a go. Um, <clears throat> so on the other mornings, um, the the Friday morning, um, that doesn't work because I ran on Friday morning. I've got no excuses. I just did three runs, no. um, but it did feel as though there was there's quite a bit to do with all the shirt packing as well. So yeah. Um, yeah, I but I'm, would, I am really happy that I've done those those runs. It would be really cool if you carried on doing your body pump, though, just because yeah. you, you get a kick out of it and it's good to do some strength work. Yeah, definitely. And, I, some, and just something different, you know. Yeah. On the two mornings that I didn't run on, I think I just 
just sort of sat around really a little bit and yeah well, that's okay um, it's all right to do that isn't it yeah and and being with the boy I mean he doesn't he doesn't wake up till about 11 so mm. um but when he is up then he's you know he's he's around so it's a bit harder to get to get work done so mm. you get work done I'm while trying he's asleep to, on those spare mornings I'm trying to get a bit of stuff done really so I can um spend more time watching the back of his head whilst he plays his Xbox. Yeah, which is so, important. Yeah. But important bonding time. Yeah, yeah. He likes me to watch him. Mm-hmm. You know, um I and... think we could all relate to that. Removed by moderator. about <laughs> <laughs> Anyway. Oh well that's nice that you had a nice time with your boy. Yeah. Yeah, okay. it's really good. Um, so I'll come back to that a little bit later when okay. we talk about the yeah. Okay, so so I'm I'm happy. Good. I'm happy with that. Well done. Yeah. The only thing I'd say to you is you're gonna stick at thirty minutes. Yeah. So don't be tempted to like oh, I did three point two miles in thirty minutes last time, so I wanna do three point three. Yeah, yeah. Just one maybe a little bit. Three point three wouldn't be too bad, would it? But if you were sort nine. of nine. Like... I've done nine miles. <laughs> Well, yeah. if I could do that, I mean, mm. that would be pretty awesome. Uh, I, could, yeah. I could retire then on the uh, that's the, true. the TV appearances mm. and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Well, we had some nice comments from users. Um, Lip Gloss is in awe of Elsie too, as we are as well, because she's doing so much brilliant Couch to 5 k in her garden. And um, as I mentioned earlier, she's beating me soundly on Who Squares Wins, which is... Lc two and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> the very half-hearted one. Come it on, was. you can do better than that. No. Come on, kids. I Let's hear you. No. Oh. Um, Happy G was talking about drafting, and I, I, the thing that he was saying is he sometimes says to someone in a race, I, "I'm just going to hang in here behind you for a bit. Is that okay?" And he said he gets mixed responses to that, and I know that when I've had someone like just on my shoulder, in in the days when I did do some racing. And I can hear their breathing. I'd find it really quite off-putting. And I'd be thinking, look, either overtake me or just go away. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to do that. And I find that in swimming as well. So if people are sort of passing me and then stopping. So in the lake yesterday, this didn't this didn't have any kind of impact on my swim. My swim was, I think, just not quite right for other reasons. But um, there was a, a couple who were swimming it was either a parent and a child or a, or a couple couple and they would swim past me and then stop at the next boy and be there and I'd swim past them and then and then I'd sort of kind of see them out of the corner of my eye each time I breathed they'd come past me again and then wait at the next boy and even that sometimes it's enough to kind of make you feel slightly like you don't quite know what's going on yeah i blame one of my faster miles at Abingdon Marathon on the fact that there was a, a bloke there chatting to everybody within a 50 mile radius of him. Oh, impressive. Um, and I just thought I I don't want to really be part of this because yeah. it's distracting me and I'm trying to like focus on not going too fast so I know I'll run a bit faster and get All out right. of the way. Um, yeah. So yeah and, and you sometimes as well you get people who like running past you and they sound like a bandsaw yeah um or you or you think god is that person all right yeah um, and and i suppose they are just totally used to it and or it's uh-huh. the way that they do things mm. um but yeah other other people yeah 
in in races. P- passing you and then slowing down in front of you. That's the other one that really kind of bugs me because you then think, what's happening? Is it my pace that's up and down? And then, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so I, I'm not sure how I would react about someone sort of planning on, on just sort of sitting on my shoulder for yeah. a bit. Um, yeah. yeah, it's a, an interesting one, isn't it? Anyway, uh, where are we recording this, Fetchies? What's the sound quality like? Yes, no That's please. all we're saying about that. Um, Autumn Leaves reminded us that we've all done a bit of food bank running, actually, so running with bits of food in our hands. Mm-hmm. Although I think we generally run to Tesco's, do our food bank shopping, p- put it into the food bank thing and run home, don't we? We have done it like that, yeah. Um yeah, we have also uh, just has also reminded me about the relays we've done at Fetch Miles, um, where oh, every, everybody's carrying something unusual. True. So we've done it with um, bits of pasta, grains of rice. Um, what else did we do? Well, the bits of pasta were bits of spaghetti, weren't they? So they were quite tricky. Yeah, and they were snapping and everything. Um, did we do a pea? We might have done, or we a did a grain or of something. rice. Yeah. Uh, mince pie, obviously, at the Christmas Jingle Mile. Yeah. Uh, with Rich. Yeah. And we did them with actual runner beans as well, didn't we? We did do runner beans. Yeah. Yeah. All hail the mighty runner bean. Yeah. Um, cool. And Coachy has talked about running with the fetch baton. Um, True. And they have outed it officially as, as the dog poo scooper. Well. So. I don't know how we'll come back from that, frankly. No. No. We should do another one of those. You ruined it. Um, 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 um. That's wins. like how far, how far? How far? Um, wins the heaviest item so far. He found a piece of wood. He thought it would be a fabulous cheese board. Took it home. I'm always uh, thinking that. <laughs> really regretted it on his way home, realising how heavy it was. Then couldn't make it into a cheese board. But it has ended up being a rather lovely bird table. Okay. So have a look at his photos for that yeah i'd like to know why it couldn't be made into a cheese board was it the size or the he just said no amount of sanding yeah would, would make it into a so who knows what that means yeah. so maybe give us an update on that or did the <clears> international <throat> cheese board commission turn it down on on some grounds <laughs> Yes, some kind of kite mark thing. this cannot be made into a cheese board uh, mandy moo wins because she carried the olympic torch but also how far wins because he's the only one who ran with grape sludge. Yes. <laughs> so three winners there. Um, on that note, I would just like to say a big thank you to Mandy Moo um, because when I got home, there was a little parcel waiting for me. Mm. Uh, and inside that was a pair of cycling gloves, the sort of fingerless ones. Mm. I'm doing that kind of like wiggle all your fingers to yeah. indicate fingerless gloves. I don't know why I do that. Yeah. Um, with a little note saying, I hope these help your cycling. So just thank you very much. Amazing. And just thank you for being so incredibly thoughtful when you are having such a rough old time of it. And um, we're sending you lots of love and we're sending your mum lots of love and we hope that she's okay and... Um, we know she'll be getting brilliant care and everything, but we're just thinking of you. So 
just incredible thoughtfulness in in times when you you're going through it so thanks so much mandy moo yeah thank you thank you um and stephen's breathing was very popular hmm we haven't got him with us he's not he's with us but he's not with us right this moment so he's not here breathing yeah he's somewhere else breathing yeah i find his breathing quite popular i like his breathing yeah yeah good with uh, references to darth vader as well yeah i don't think he's evil though who darth vader or steven well steven definitely um although when he rolls in something or eats something i i have bad thoughts about him but... yeah he's more sort of palpatine when he rolls in something mm. but um... yeah, darth vader was cool i mean yeah he had issues but he found his way, though, didn't he? He found his way with the help of his son. And we, the boy and me, have been watching a lot of the Star Wars movies mm. um, over the last couple of months. Um, and we noticed there's that scene where um, Luke takes Darth Vader's helmet off. Mm. Yeah, spoiler alert. <laughs> mm. um, but when he does it, he instinctively knows how to take the helmet off, despite the fact that there's obviously some kind of buttons, mm. switches, whatever. And we were saying that if we were in that situation, we would be going, um, do I do I twist and push or push no. and twist? Or No, you wouldn't, because it's like with um it's like when you open the bonnet of a car, isn't it? Yeah. Well you you know that there are a few different ways and you can sort of tell by looking at it where you're going to have to press the button and where you're going to have to get your fingers underneath and make sure the little catchy bits off. So in in yeah. the Star Wars sort of world. world, I'd say that that sort of breathing mask headpiece Helmet. thing, that's uh, they would know that there'd be a little thing somewhere to, to click and hiss. Yeah. So, you say you don't like mm-hmm. there's there's not an outtake where he gets it wrong and he's just like here's this cracking noise you do understand that it's a film i know that it's you know it's it's yeah. been made into a film yeah yeah <laughs> excellent i think you should talk about your sight features now okie dokie all right well um so it's been a bit of a busy week for for non-coding things but a couple of things first um the feature requests there are now over 700 of those mm, um and that's a lot yeah that damn straight um and <laughs> i'm an expert on numbers yes mm. yeah very good um and spr got in touch to say um i want to be able to vote a bit more quickly on these um and there's a, a lot of having to click meh for ones that i'm not interested in um and also i've got a a big backlog i'd like to be able to deal with them uh is there a quicker way you can make it happen without having to reload the page all the time and you know the i think the, the thing that he started with was every time i vote on something it's making the page jump up or down and um it is a little bit sort of disconcerting when that happens yeah so um, I've added a new bit where you just get a list of all the ones that you haven't voted on mm. and there's a default uh, option, which is meh. And so you can quickly yeah. scan through that list and if there's ones that you want, you can just change them to yes. 
And if there's ones that you really think would be a bad idea, you can change them to no. And then there's just a submit button at the bottom. So I put that in place. And then a whole bunch of people said, I only voted yes or no for a few. And all the others have changed to meh, which is kind of what I wanted it to be. Mm. But there are people who like to spend a bit more time thinking about them individually, maybe voting on just a few rather than voting on everything that was outstanding. Some people had hundreds outstanding. Mm. Um, so I've changed it, not changed it back, but just added the option now that the people who wanted to vote for them one by one could still do that by going to the open feature requests tab right. and choosing their their choices on there and they can do them one by one so um it's helped the people who want to go quickly it's not hindered the people who want to go slowly and overall the number of votes that we've had for feature requests has shot up and they're not just all people going there the number of people oh. who are saying yes or no making an active call on something that's good um has definitely gone up and the other thing i'd like to do as well now that we've got so many is maybe try and um, get people to focus on the stuff that they really want. So have some sort of upper limit on the number of yes votes that you can cast. Okay. So um, if there's if you've reached four hundred yes votes, mm. maybe that should be the upper limit. And if you want to add a yes, you've got to take a yes away from somewhere else in your pile. Very good. So I don't know about that, but thinking about it. Hmm. Um. There's the um some new YouTube videos that I've been making. I've made the second one, and that is how to do conquer size. Mm-hmm. Um. So it's just ninety seconds long, and it explains the two objectives of conquer size. Do you okay. know what they are, Katie? The two objectives. Yeah. To conquer and to exercise. <laughs> um. Those are two other objectives. Okay. No, so um, the first is like exploring stuff. Right. Which is kind of a bit like conquering, but you're just visiting the zones. Mm. Um, and the other one is to take ownership of the zone by visiting it more than anybody else. Very good. That does so make more sense. Exploring and owning. Yes. Um, and conquer size, like you said, comes from conquering and exercise mm. jammed together. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't have anything to do with conquer size no no mm -hmm. okay and um finally then the other thing that i've been working on and lots of you have been posting amazing pictures in the gallery is um the avoid everyone shirts so they arrived smack bang in the middle of a zoom meeting on um thursday i think it was mm -hmm. um so I had sort of eight people all listening to me prattle on and then there was this massive bang on the door. It was, sounded like, you know, Zeus himself mm. was knocking on the door. All right, bud? Um, you didn't mm. know he was Welsh, did you? Um, he is Welsh, though. Zeus. Mm. I, Zeus. Mm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, so... No, hang on. Who is Thor's dad in, in Thor? Odin. That's Odin. Sorry, I yeah. was getting confused between Odin and Zeus because Odin do is, played, is played by Anthony Hopkins, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. He's Welsh, isn't he? Yeah. There you I, go. He, That's where he it all dialed came in from. that Odin. That was. I don't know. Maybe. Or maybe he was going for a very specific sort of. Yeah. I, I'm 
I'm putting it out there. I don't think he listens to the podcast. Okay. Um, if he does, Anthony, get in touch. We'd love you to do a bit for us. Oh, yeah. Um, but so anyway, rolling it back a little bit, um, four massive boxes of shirts arrived on Thursday. Um, so I employed the services of the boy um, to help me seal up the envelopes and stick on the labels. So we were at it for about three or four hours on, on Thursday, sorting all those out. Mm. Um, and then Friday morning, um, I was third in the queue for the post office, despite arriving 10 minutes before the post office opened mm-hmm. um, with a big box and took all those in. And I printed out this um, enormous manifest that um, you can use at the post office to just sort of take your stuff in and then just leave it with this document that says what's in it. Um, and the woman in the post office said, oh, don't worry about that. It's fine. It just makes more work for me and you. Mm. Um, so I'd spent about three or four hours on um, Tuesday, Tuesday getting that all all put together. And she said, oh, don't worry about it. It's fine. So I know for next time. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was nice to be able to take all the parcels in and just leave them and, and, and run away. Yeah. Um, so quite a lot of you got your parcels on Saturday. Yeah, so it lots was, of lovely pictures. Yeah, it was amazing seeing everybody and, and, and all the smiles as well. And, mm. um, and also the boy put um, some cartoons and notes in, in random ones. I think he did about five or six. Mm. And it's being nice to see those being found by the people who've that uh, makes you very special if you got one in ratio terms yes but um no more special than anyone else good well done that actually brings me on to the blog that i'm highlighting actually because the reason i'm highlighting it is because there's a photo of one of your boys cartoons and it's very good and it's mm. Heligan's blog and um yeah i'd, re- I'd recommend it it's it's got some bits in there about recovering from having COVID-19. Um, and Heligan is very positive and optimistic and um, patient. That's how she's coming across in her blog. And so, yeah, and there's a there's a really lovely photo of um, the drawing that and obviously you'd you'd given him pointers yeah. about various aspects of, of Heligant. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, in general, I sort of suggested um things like because he doesn't know anybody or no. or anything about them so mm-hmm. i we'd we'd pick a a name out or i'd, I'd chuck one across to him and say oh, i do a cartoon for this person or something mm-hmm. um yeah. It, yeah it was it was quite good fun he actually said i could do this as a job um so it's like bag packing with, um, with cartoons on the side with cartoons yeah so i yeah. said you might not have the opportunity to do the cartoons if you if it was your job no you might have to sort of focus on just doing the packing well it depends if it's your like when you get um packages from small companies they quite often have a little note in them don't they saying thanks you've made my day or something like that so so cool you liked it yeah he got a a little bit of a backhander for it as well so he was (laughs) (laughs) doesn't a backhander mean like a clip around the ear no it's it's a it's a bit of cash. Okay, so that's I, better I, I then. Get, yeah, that I mean, I gave him a clip around the ear later. Well, okay. I did not, by the way, and and anyway, I wouldn't because he's he's like a bit of a monster now. He's taller than me. He's like oh, he, so it's not that you wouldn't because it's really not the right thing to do. 
It's just that you're scared of him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, obviously, until he was capable of, of fighting back. No, hmm. no um, he's he's six foot one and he still likes tickle fights. So it's just terrifying, basically. Yeah. Um, yeah, no. We had a great time. It was awesome. Um, and, yeah, amazing to see Halligan getting back into it. She was talking yes. about, I can't remember the exact phrase, but she, she wheezed around the lake. I think she um, said something about stretching her lung tissue or yeah, something like that. Yeah. It's all good. Well yeah. done, Halligan. Keep it coming, Halligan. Mm. We've got some featured fetchies now. Do you not want to talk about the Who Squares Wins thread? Yes, I do. That's, I didn't realise that we'd even sort of switch categories there. But um, mm. yes, Who's Goes in Thread, um, we have just picked up our 500th player. Um, in terms of the number of players, is not the most popular game. I think uh, Fetchpoint has 3,000 plus people signed up. Mm. Um, but Who's Goes Wins has just picked up its 500th player and it looks like it's accelerating as as more people are understanding how to play. Um, the multiplayer is is quite exciting to get into. Um, so we, we've just got there. In terms of the number of page views on the site, it is the most uh, uh, popular game. Because oh. people are, I guess with Fetchpoint, you go to one page and on a particular day and you find out where your bug is and mm. then that's it. You go and you get it and just... Make sure that you've got it. With Who's Goes Wins is more sort of looking at your opponent and, and what their strategy is and looking at your grid and, and keeping that. Do you get a notification? I mean, I don't think you can do because I play Fetchpoint, but I don't actively play Fetchpoint. Like I'm registered sort of thing, but I haven't looked at my, my score or my page or anything like that on my map for ages. But with Who's Goes Wins, I get a notification that the when my training's been imported. So I quite often... Most of the time, I'd say go and follow that link to look at my Who Squares Wins grid as well. So does that help with the page things? That is true, yeah. So Who Squares Wins and Conquer Size both have notifications. So if you've taken ownership or lost ownership in Conquer Size, or if you hit a new zone, um, you get notifications. I don't think you get any notifications for Fetchpoint. No. So... Something to think about. I missed hide and seek. I completely missed it. Uh, the only reason I know it happened is because at the um, meeting on Friday night with the, the local fetchies, um, Noel was talking about it. Apologies, Nightjar was talking about it, and um, his secret identity is out. He he actually did um, a nice little um, blog about it and posted that to the Harriers Bedford Harriers Facebook group. Um, to explain what he'd been doing and how he'd been sort of seeking people and he'd sort of specifically gone to squares that he wanted to see if people were hiding in and things like that. So, yeah. and it had completely passed me by. And I said, well, I'm registered. Why wasn't I included? And of course it was pointed out to me that if I hadn't hidden, then I couldn't be part of the game and I hadn't hidden. Yeah. I mean, in fairness to you and everybody else who missed out, um, I spent the whole month going, I must do a little bit more to make Who Squares uh, Hide and Seek mm. a bit more sort of noticeable and mm. um, make some updates to it, and, and I hadn't. Um, mm. I don't so... follow the thread, so that might be part of the, the issue as well, because obviously probably the thread had it on there about a new game starting. 
yeah, it was all a, a little bit last minute in all honesty. So, okay. um, but I we won't still feel had too bad then. Yeah, there was still like a hundred and fifty people hiding. Um, okay. so that was cool. And guess what? Your boy me came second. Oh. So yeah, uh, unsliced was the final person to be found. So they're going to be the the seeker the next seeker. month. Lovely. Um, but yeah, I was, I was quite pleased with myself. Very good. Yeah, and it and it went pretty well. Okay, so now then let's talk about some featured, featured fetchies. fetchies. So our first one is the Scribbler, and I do believe that she's back on the beach again. Hello, Fetchies, and welcome to number one in an occasional series of The Scribbler Walks Along the Beach and Talks About Stuff. I did suggest in the podcast thread that I should do this and the style of uh, Paul Whitehouse in the fast show and say brilliant but I don't think I can sustain that really anyway here I am again early in the morning just finished another run another project joker session actually uh, a threshold run hasn't gone too well this morning I'm a bit tired and uh, various bits of the body are aching particularly my calves so there's been a bit more walking than really there should have been to try and meet the demands of the joker test but it's all good it doesn't matter i've been out for about 30 minutes or so and uh, the sun's shining and now i'm just walking along the beach to cool down walking along the beach i wanted to talk to you about uh, a thread that i've been really enjoying on fetch everyone that might surprise you it's the fetch bird watchers thread as i said last time um i should have been in botswana and zambia over the past couple of weeks uh, exploring the country and taking part in a safari so since the beginning of this year i've been taking a real interest in photography to try and learn my way around the camera in the hope that i could get some decent pictures of the African wildlife. Really enjoyed doing it and early on in the year I've been out and about to some local wildlife trust venues and photographing a lot of birds in particular uh, from various different hides. And as I've been photographing the birds obviously I want to know what they are. Now I live at the coast so the birds that I mainly see around here are herring gulls, uh, small gulls, there's a lot of um, corvids or uh, jackdaws and crows and actually I don't see very many garden birds so it was really nice to get out and about into the wildlife trust places and see some of just the common ordinary uh, birds that you might see in your garden. I was surprised that I knew a few of them, things like robins and blackbirds and blue tits, but then there was quite a few of them that I didn't recognise that I had to identify. So got myself a bird book and I've been identifying them and learning about them. But the other thing that's really helped me, because a bird book is only as good as you sort of knowing what the bird is and then kind of checking it off against a picture but if you've got no idea if what you're looking at is a 
brush or a warbler or some kind of tit then um, it's really hard to look through all the different pages and sometimes a lot of our birds look the same they're all pretty brown and uh, speckly so the fetch bird watchers thread has really helped me I've put some pictures up there and people have helped me identify them particularly Derby Top thank you very much and like a lot of the threads on Fetch in fact pretty much all of them it's been really helpful and supportive people don't laugh when Fetchies post how excited they are to hear the first cuckoo or see fledgling blackbirds in their garden we're all excited for each other discovering this part of nature helping each other identify what we've seen pointing out good spots where we might see or hear things I've really learned a lot from it hey who knew bird watching on a running site anyway that's my walk along the beach this morning thinking about something completely different Whatever you're up to, hope you're having a good time. Stick in there. Stay safe. See you soon. Thanks, Scribs. Uh, it was really nice to hear the, the background and the foreground. So um, the, the waves and the Scribs. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I've been doing Zoom presentations, um, uh, still doing them and still got a few more planned this week. Um, and I always drop into the forum just to show off the whichever threads happen to be on the homepage of the forum at the time when I'm doing the presentation. And it is nice to see the all those different pastimes. Um, and when I'm describing it, I say, look, there's only so much time that we can spend doing actual running if we want to, you know, avoid breaking ourselves. Um, and this is the reason why we call Fetch more than just a training log, why we say that we are a community, because there are all these other aspects to it as well. Um, so the bird watching is, is just another one of those uh, tendrils that we've spread out into the world. So, uh, yeah, and yeah, you go into any one of those threads mm. and there are people taking what they do seriously, supporting everybody else in doing it. Um, yeah. It's fantastic. I, it's just reminded me that when I was on my run um, last week, I interrupted a couple who were... Um... Where's this going? <laughs> I've gone blank. Oh, recording a cuckoo. Oh, okay. Yeah, and because of social distancing, they had to sort of stop what they were doing and step out of my way because we were on a on a path and I was running past them. And I said, oh, I'm really sorry I, I interrupted your your selfie moment. And they said, oh, no, 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 we're trying to record that cuckoo, which I'd noticed the cuckoo was calling. Mm. Um, but they were just trying to get it on to a... So that was nice. Yeah. And not so, at all what you expected when I started that sentence. <laughs> I'll have to remember that. No, I'm just trying to record a cuckoo. That's right. <laughs> Officer. Yeah. Cool. Uh, so thank you very yeah, much, Scribs. And, and yes, I, I like the sound of a... A, a semi-regular series on on Scribs walks on the beach and talks about Definitely. stuff. Definitely, yeah, yes, all good. And um, another contribution we've got 
tons of them this week, so uh, let's crack on. We've got one from Mile Monster. Lovely. And uh, I believe he's talking about the Fibonacci sequence. Ooh. Hello, Fetch everyone. It's Mile Monster here, also known as Daniel. I want to talk about the Fibonacci number sequence. It's 1, 2, 3, 5, 8, 13, 21, 34, 55. Um, so what do I mean by that? What I mean is um, if you start from 0 and then go to 1, then add up those two numbers, it equals 1. Then add up the last two numbers, 1 and 1, that equals 2. Then add up the last two numbers, 1 and 2, that equals 3. Then keep keep going um, so that the next number is always the sum of the last two numbers. So 2 plus 3 equals 5. 3 plus 5 equals 8. 5 plus 8 equals 13. And so on and so on. If you take any of the numbers in this sequence and divide it by the number before... You, get, you always get the ratio 1.618. And that ratio in mathematics is called the golden ratio. And it comes up everywhere. It comes up in nature. Um, for example, the number of leaves on plants will always tend to be uh, 1 or 3 or 5 or 8 or 13. Uh, it comes up in art, in sculptures, and also in architecture. So, for example, a rectangle um, will often be uh, the, the golden ratio. So that's the length divided by the width uh, will, will equal the golden ratio, and that gives you a, a perfect triangle. But I've also noticed that the golden ratio is similar to the conversion of miles to kilometres. So if you need to convert miles to kilometres quickly, this is an easier way. So 3 and 5 in the sequence. 3 miles is the same as 5 kilometres. Then if you add up those two numbers, it equals 8. Um, so 5 miles is about 8 kilometres. Then if you add up those last two numbers, 5 and 8, it equals 13. Well... Eight, kilometers, uh, 8 miles is about 13 kilometres. Add up those two numbers. 8 and 13 equals 21. Uh, th 13 miles is about 21 kilometres. Add up those last two numbers. Um, 13 and 21 is 34. So 21 miles about 34 kilometres. And keep going, so 34 Miles will be 55 kilometres, etc, etc, etc. Well, I find it interesting anyway, and I hope you do. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. Thanks, Mile Monster. Uh, I love the pronunciation, Fibonacci. I will be saying it like that from now on for absolute definite. Um, and that's fascinating to, to hear that the, the sequence gives us a way of converting from miles to kilometres. I, I find that one quite tricky myself, so... Yeah. If I can remember the Fibonacci sequence, then I can I can attempt to do that. But I have to say, numbers and remembering numbers are are horrible in my brain. Even if I know that there's an agreed sequence to them, 
I still get a little bit confused, especially when I'm exercising. Yeah. So I tend to do a lot of very sort of slow maths in my head if I'm doing a an, an effortful run. Yeah. To try and work out how much I've got left, you know, what proportion of a, yeah. a mile, etc., and how much longer the pain will last. Yeah, half um, marathons for me were always a bit of a sticking point in terms of halfway points and what was left and what pace I'd need to do and all of that stuff. And I can remember one year at Great Eastern getting it really badly wrong and thinking I'd stuffed it up already at halfway and I hadn't, but I sort of kind of gave up a bit. Mm -hmm. <laughs> anyway, yeah. yeah, thank you very much. Awesome. Yeah, I tend to work in sort of, I, I remember that 10K is 6.2 and 5k is 3.1 so whenever i'm working out i normally sort of throw in a few right. chunks of 10k and 5k yes. until i get to where i need mm -hmm. um very but good yeah. Yeah. and then i also have to work in yards because that's what my watch talks to me and when i'm open water swimming yeah that's a, very confusing that's a bit annoying because i think because like you've got it set up to miles mm. it doesn't allow you to then go swimming okay no i want swimming in meters please or mm. um yeah, the yards thing. I know. I now know that I need uh, one thousand eight hundred yards, around about that, in order to get a mile. And and I was annoyingly not at that yesterday, but I was cold. I got really cold in the water. Yeah, one thousand seven hundred sixty. So, is it? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I suppose I sort of thinking. Well, I've definitely got it if I'm one thousand eight hundred. I've sort of got over that that mile. But um, yeah, I was really cold in the water yesterday and. The watch was saying something like one five six nine or something, and I was just like, no, "Sorry, that's just going to have to stay that." That'll do, donkey. That'll do. Um, but yes, thank you, Mar Monster, very much. And we've got the lovely Fenland Flyer next, haven't we? Yeah. So hang on here. Let me just uh, cue him up. Flash him up. Hang yeah. on. Morning, fetches. Fenland Flyer here. I do apologise if it's a little blustery. Uh, this is the autumnal weather we're getting today. It's about seven degrees and blowing a gale with dull grey skies. Feels like late September, middle of October, and it's actually the beginning of June. What's wrong with the weather? Anyway, the little bit of rain, very little bit of rain we had, was very welcome. We really could do with a little bit more for these farmers out here. Right, I'm just recovering from my interval session. I've done my fifth interval session today for Project Joker. And it's about my third time going through Project Joker, I think. Anyway, I've got a question for Fetch. When I log this run on Fetch, when I put the route in, it comes up with, on the bottom left-hand corner of the map, it comes up with a little green box that says, run faster, you silly bugger. Oh no, sorry, he says, you've run the fourth fastest of 16 times on this route. And... Uh, is there any way of, without going through each of the runs, discerning which is an interval session and which is a tempo session? If you could help me out there, I'd appreciate it. Thank you very much. Bye, Fetches. I like the way he asks a question and then runs off into the distance, cackling to himself. Mm. Um, thanks, Fen and Flyer. It's nice to see you back doing intervals again after uh, getting past your injury and out the other side. So long may that continue um the short answer is no there isn't really a way um that you can look at the attempts which were um intervals and which ones were tempos etc but if you put in a feature request 
then um, it's probably something I could add to the um, the page that shows your best attempts at a route. So you can see, like I'll, I'll add the category of each of those runs. Um, but yeah, it's, it's not something that I thought of as being uh, a view on that data that you might want. So um, I just always imagine that people are interested in their fastest attempts on a route, not necessarily the fastest attempts as intervals or whatever but i think that would that would be an interesting way to look at the map um so yeah uh, stick a feature request in um i'll vote for it and see where we go from there lovely um and fenland flyer has actually sent us another bit and he's the um this one was titled avoid everyone very enigmatically mm. he didn't put any sort of covering note with it to say what it was all about um, but let's have a quick listen to that one as well. Okay, Cheers, it's Fen and Flyer here. It's COVID 2020 lockdown fetch fam avoid everyone kit day today. Yes, guess what's turned up in the post this morning? It's the COVID 2020 lockdown t shirt. Yes, just been out for a three mile wearing. Try them out t shirt run. And uh, my new trainers I got a week ago that I've not been out in. Uh, sneaky three miles in those just to wear them in it's amazing how much bounce they've got and uh, just checking in letting you know that i've got a t-shirt i got some new shoes and i've been out for a little sneaky three mile jog and marky mark mark if you're listening that's three extra miles i'm chasing you i'm catching you up in the thousand miles a year league table very very slowly he's now 46 miles in front It'll still be a month or so before I catch up with him, but uh, he sneaks off in front and has, has an extra run or an extra longer run and uh, speeds off away from it again. But uh, anyway, catch up with you soon, Fetches. Take care. All the best and speak soon. Bye. Yeah, yeah I love it when people have that sort of reaction to getting hold of a fetch. Um, and like we said earlier, there's been a lot of smiles and uh, happy posts about those. Um, and I like the fact that you've you've got a nemesis and that you're calling him out on the mm. on the podcast as well. Um, so at this point, I should make a little shout out to Nana Jill um, because she's been stealing my Concise zones. But it ends now. Um, I'm taking them back. I ran with darn Nana, it. I ran with Nana Jill on Thursday. We had our first actual meeting of in real life and running and and then a, a, a coffee i'm not saying the word socially distanced because i know fetches that you know that that's what we did but anyway i've said it now yeah but anyway i saw nanjil and we were, we were all sort of standing around by the cars going right where should we run to and nanjil was like i think we should probably go to priory yeah. oh yes okay yeah, yeah defending her zones defending her zone so um I had an interesting conversation with my dad about the new Avoid Everyone shirts. Dad has been very interested in them. And so I found myself trying to describe and explain the hashtag um, FetchFam to my dad, mm. which was a little bit confusing. But it went rather better than other explanations I tried with him um, on the phone yesterday. So, yeah, I think we got somewhere near it. But he'd like to see a photo. So yeah. I'll, I'll be showing dad one of the photos of somebody wearing yeah. one do you know what size he is would you like one? Oh, he's tiny yeah yeah he's really he's really small um and no i don't think he would actually no. want one but um he wants to he's very interested and he wants to see one 
Okay, yeah. definitely, yeah. we'll sort that out. Okay. Okay, and um, the hits just keep on coming. So yes. hopefully, otherwise we'll cut this bit out. I am now nipping round to next door to find out how my next door neighbour's backside is. Oh. Um, so if you were listening to last week's show, you'll know that Andy was doing a uh, doing day one of his eleven day five hundred mile on a turbo mm. challenge. Mm. So I'm going to go and find out how he is. Right. So I'm I'm back here with Andy. And uh, I'm pleased to report that he has not perished. Uh, he's sitting in front of me now with a, a red streak running through the middle of his beard. So he's obviously sort of keeping the, the sanity going. Yeah. So um, it's a speed streak. Yeah. What we all want to know, Andy, is how is your backside coping? Backside is all right. Uh, it's not bad. At one point last week, I did strap an ice pack to my seat. I don't know if you saw that. I saw tent. you sitting on something. I didn't want to be spending too long looking. <laughs> yeah, I think it was Thursday. I think day four last week. I, it was because it's hard on a trainer because it's it's sort of when you when you're doing it for real, you can sort of freewheel a bit, and, you know, yeah. and sort of get out the seat. You know, if you get like a nice sort of downhill bit, or if you build a bit of speed up, you can sort of freewheel for a bit and stand up on the pedals. Stand up on the pedals, yeah. you know, let the wind blow around your cheeks, so to speak. <laughs> <laughs> um, but on a trainer, it's just constant. Um, mm. So yeah, at one point there was some there was some discomfort, so I strapped a nice pack to the seat uh, with some gaffer tape, which is an interesting slash improvisation. I thought I was quite proud of. And it worked. Yeah. Um, but yeah, in general, I'm all right. Uh, ploughed through it. Ploughed through last week. Um, so today is day eight. Um, where are day you? Eight. Where are you up to with your I'm mileage? I'm up to 330 miles. Fantastic. Um, I had a break on Saturday. Yeah. Took a day off on Saturday. Uh, That's got to be about 45 miles a day on average, is it? Or yeah, something like that. Yeah. yeah. Just trying to do the sums in my head. So you had a day off on Saturday. I had a day off on Saturday. Went to Frinton. It was cold. It was wet. It was miserable. Should have been on the bike. Yeah. But it was lovely. Did you miss the bike while you were in Frinton? <laughs> I didn't. No. You I were didn't. pining for it. Take <laughs> pining me back to the, the bike. Take me back to the bike. This is grim. No. So I'm up to 330, uh, which is great because if you remember, I mentioned there was. That's the half Satan sort of. Yeah. It's the it's the to download and back route yeah. uh, amount. So it's 333. So I'm three miles short. Which has annoyed me a little bit because I've done an hour this morning. I've logged the miles and it's taken me to three thirty, so I'm three miles short. So I might have to, I might just have to jump back on, hop on to get that to bit. do three miles. Yeah. <laughs> just to, um, so I'm gonna because I've got I'm going back to work this week. I'm gonna sort of try and just do um, an hour before I start work and then maybe an hour afterwards and just rack up as many miles as I can now. Really, I mean the aim was five hundred. I might still get that. But I've achieved the three three three, which was the most important thing. Yeah. I think. Have you been tempted to like stick members of the family on the bike, or or get a drill out or something and attach it to the pedals? Uh, I've asked if members of the family wanted to contribute, but there was a. Yeah. I think the silence probably said the yeah. answer to that. So yeah, no, they haven't. They haven't. They haven't. They haven't contributed anything. Oh dear. That's other than other than being loving and supporting yeah just to the, yes. with you in spirit sort of yes thing. loving and supporting and and making me drinks when i wanted drinks and yeah like that sort yeah of. checking your ice pack yes <laughs> yes we've got um we're now we're now up to because i told you i think we were still taking 
um, entries. You know, you could still sort of uh -huh. sign up up until last week. I think you can still sign up now, actually, if you wanted mm. to. I think maybe I think today or tomorrow is the actual cut-off day. And we got four hundred and sixty-six. Oh, that's a big jump. Is it probably about seventy more than last week, or eighty? Yeah, or about sixty or seventy people more. Seventeen countries. You know, we got a guy in. We got people in Chile, Colombia. Rather weirdly, there's a quite a large contingent in Sweden. Don't know why, but there's like about twenty or thirty people in Sweden all doing it. Excellent. Whether they, whether they all know each other, yeah. I don't know. Um, but yeah, it's it's gone really well, and and I must admit, it's it's made us think about it as a concept going forward yeah so you as could a, still do the re, like the real life one when as soon as we can again but continue this absolutely yeah absolutely and because um i mean i didn't mention it in the last one but um just before this we actually got charity um confirmation so we're a we can become an official charity of organizations now you know we've got that charity status or not charity status but I don't know what it is but we're official now you know we can we can actually invite other um, hence why we can do Save the Children we can actually you know we can become an official charity of, a, of an organisation or a and fund, then a dispense the money on to yeah. yeah. it means that you know we can market ourselves now we'll, we'll put a marketing budget together we'll have a proper cost centre we'll run it as a P&L well not P&L not profit but you know what I mean we'll run it as a proper business yeah uh, with a view that you know, we could even start up um, groups of actual physical riders all over the world as well, doing it as well. As I said, you know, they could cycle to their own version of download and create their own little sort of, I guess, you know, a bit like the Hell's Angels. You know, their own sort of little what, what are Hell's Angels groups called? I don't, I don't know. Packs, I... tribes, or whatever it is. I don't know. Um, no, they are chapters. Right. Chapters. They're called chapters. Yes. So we could actually, you know, people could create their own sort of heavy metal truants chapters yeah. all over the world uh, and raise money. So that's the plan going forward. Uh, but obviously, you know, the, the the virtual things worked really well as well. So it's something that is definitely worth considering. Yeah. So you personally, um, I think you said you're closing in on a grand of donations. I have, um, yes. And do you know what the numbers are for, for everybody so far? Uh, I think the, the last time I looked, which was last night, uh, we'd done £109,000. It's fantastic. It's amazing. Yeah. I mean, our, our initial target was 66000 Um, We we normally do about 100000 every year, but obviously that was in old world. You know, this is new world where yeah. uh, money's a bit tighter and it's difficult, you know, charity fatigue and all that sort of stuff. So the target was 66,000 and we, we got that before the ride even started, which was amazing. Um, so we're up to 109,000 now. I think we might get to about 130, I think, if I'm being optimistic. Um, but my personal target is 1,000, so thank you to anybody who has done it. I did notice there was um, a couple of donations came in as a result of this podcast, so thank you very much to the people who donated. Yeah, we had a few comments on the thread as well. Uh, somebody saying your northeastern neighbour sounds cool. So I ah. don't know if you saw that. Um, <laughs> I didn't say that, no. But um, the minute someone says you're cool, I've always told that that's when you're not. Yeah, so. my mum says I'm cool, so I'm yeah. okay. <laughs> well, there you go. There you go. No, so it's it's been really good. We've you know we've done 
we haven't you know we haven't had any sort of national PR or anything like that but we've had um, various um, people within the sort of heavy metal fraternity community who were in bands sort of like posting so we've had like a couple of guys from Metallica sort of posted stuff nice um, which is great which always helps to raise the profile I was interestingly and I it would be amazing if this turned out to be related but I was talking to someone from Sweden earlier on this week because I've been trying to get in touch with running clubs um, to try and get them to tell their members about Fetch Everyone um, and the guy got back to me and he said I'm doing um, a bike ride for heavy metal <laughs> <laughs> not quite no but he said um, we're not that kind of running club we're a bunch of heavy metal enthusiasts who like running Right. so uh, I said to him well in which case you might be interested in what my neighbour's doing so I didn't hear anything back from him but if that turns out that that's I where you've got your when, 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 when were you having this conversation with him? Uh, Tuesday something like that so I can I could probably go back I could probably go into the sort of detail of sign ups yeah. and see if there was a spike from Sweden on what Wednesday yeah. whether the Swedish okay. guy whether the Swedish guys all signed up on Wednesday that would be that would be epic if that's the case but um, yeah. that would be yeah that would be okay yeah. that would be really interesting yeah that'd be but, really interesting but we've got we've got a really good community now it feels like you know the Facebook page is is just full of content people posting who they are, where they're from, why they're doing it. What state their backside's in. All, all <laughs> that. So I think, you know, I told you about the guy who was going to do the 282 kilometres in one day. Yeah. He did it yesterday. Brilliant. He did it yesterday. He did it in eight hours, 56 minutes. He did a, So he did 175 miles in eight hours and 56 minutes. On a, on a trainer, mm. on a turbo trainer, but that's even harder, you know. Well, there's the mental challenge as well of, of just just sitting there for yeah nine hours garden wall nine hours yeah. I know just crazy but yeah so we've had all sorts of stories you know people who are walking people who are running people who are doing sort of like you know as much as they can you know people who are doing it with like injuries and it's crazy it's yeah. it's been incredible absolutely incredible but we're not there yet we've still got this week to go. Yeah. Well, good luck for the for the next few days Thank and you. for going back to work as well. Um, yep. And when you get to the point where you're starting to put things together for next year as well, then um, give us a shout and we'll we'll give you some more shout outs and try and put you in touch with a few people who might be interested. Brilliant. So, That'd be great. I mean, we finish we finish on Friday um, at noon. Yeah. Uh, something planned. Yeah. There's a. So I don't know if you know because obviously Download Festival wasn't on. So, but they've created this whole sort of Download TV thing, which is like a they're creating Download as a virtual festival this year. Where if you go to Download TV, which I think is on YouTube, I assume, um, they're showing like unseen footage of footages and interviews of bands that have played there over the years, like full performances of bands, plus like you know new cuts and new edits of all the stuff they've filmed. They've got like interviews and lots of stuff going on so download is actually a they're doing like a full weekend of stuff yeah um and as part of their full weekend of stuff um where we traditionally arrive on the friday at lunchtime of the festival we're doing it again but albeit virtual so we're we're actually everybody is going to log on to zoom or something i don't know how it's going to work there are people far cleverer than me <laughs> uh, um a fay with that sort of stuff um we're all basically all the riders, everybody. So all four hundred and sixty-six, or however many there will be by then, 
all sort of log on with screens and you, you turn your cameras on and we all sort of if you're in your garden or if you're on the road or wherever you are we all arrive and everybody on download tv can see us all arriving yeah ah, it sounds weird nice. and brilliant at the same time um so that's noon on um friday but obviously you know you can, anybody can tune in so if you want to see that but in the meantime if you want if you want to sort of track progress just go to heavymetaltruants.com look on all the usual social channels for hashtag hmt8 or just heavy metal truants you'll see all the content and and sort of updates from riders and uh, rock stars and all that sort of stuff so Real. keep following us yes. right good luck and i hear you've been brewing some elderflower champagne so you're gonna get that I open have. on friday i have I'll tell you what well, it's mad we got about nine bottles of this stuff i'm thinking i'm thinking i could create a little separate industry here because there's, ton, there's tons of elderflower out there just pick it stick it in a bucket with some lemon and some water and some sugar and some yeast bang champagne in three weeks it's easy. nice so yes i think it's gonna be ready for friday so cool all right well we'll listen out for the corks and we'll uh, come out and give you a cheer <laughs> okay all right thanks, well Ian. thanks very much andy thank you oh phew well i'm uh, glad i'm back from that now um and andy was good bad slash whatever delete as appropriate yeah. so we are recording this bit before i've been to see him but uh i know that he's 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 still at it yeah um because we i've arranged to go and uh, see him a little bit but he's not had um, quite such good weather he started off with well it depends i guess it depends on what you want doesn't it it was very hot when he started he's had much more overcast weather yeah um but we've been hearing the turbo running because um, he's in his garden, and our 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 gardens are very little and very close to each other. So, yeah, what with us being next door neighbours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, anyway, let's hope Andy yeah. will will cover all of that mm-hmm. in the bit that he's just done, mm. um, and that you've all just listened to. And so this bit sounds weird now, doesn't it? Yeah. Or does it, Katie? Does it, in your sleep deprived state, does anything sound normal? No. What no. is this sleep you keep talking about? Um, anyway, what are you doing this week? Ask Mavis. Um, I am so sticking at, at three uh, 30 minute runs and definitely not running nine miles in each of them. Um, no. Because that would be crazy. Um, and hopefully, then a bike ride on Saturday morning. While we've been chatting, you've looked up the weather for Saturday and it looks reasonable. So it does. I'll be trying out my new gloves from Mandy Moo. Um, and channeling my inner Mandy Moo legendariness. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I'll fit in a body pump as well. So how about that? That's good. Yeah. That's very good. Whilst we've been talking, I've also thought, well, I'm not pushing my miles at the moment, so let's, let's get a blood donation in for me as well. Um, but I've been trying to log into the blood site and I can't log in at the moment. So, mm. um, But I'll I'll try and get that sorted either this week or next. I did check out the next month or so on there because I, I nearly changed my Friday slot. And the reason I didn't change it was because I couldn't get into another donation for at least six weeks. Mm. I didn't look any further than that because I thought, oh, no, I'm not putting it off for longer than that. So... I did. I ended up moving my swim and doing my donation on Friday, um, so I know that you've got at least six weeks before okay. you'll get into one is, around is, here. But you might be able to get one up in Nottinghamshire, a bit closer. Yeah, that's true. Okay, all right, I'll look into it. But yeah. I, I'll I'll get it done sooner rather than later, and because it, it won't be 
slowing down my training because the only thing that's slowing down my training at the moment is my calf. So I need to yeah. just be easy on that. Yeah, although I, I, I genuinely wouldn't say that that is something that should put anyone off donating blood because um, as much as I probably was sort of slightly affected by it yesterday, um, it really isn't that big an inconvenience to be a little bit more breathless and and you know you in a way you're sort of doing a bit of um resistance training in the sense of you haven't got quite as much um oxygen carrying like Halligan's doing with her lungs a little bit but i i just think don't be put off by that because we're fit healthy people and if we can give blood we should we you know and, and it doesn't affect us in any adverse way then then just get on with it. so just get on with it yeah you yeah i found it's never more than a a few days and, and there have mm. been times when I've actually contrary to the advice gone out and ran on the, the like the same day that I gave blood. Yeah, you um, shouldn't do that, fetchies. No. No, don't do that. No. Which is why I moved my swim because it was the the swimming thing says not within twenty four hours and actually the way I got cold yesterday, although the water I think had dropped a few degrees. Um, did make me realise that it was good that I'd waited at least 48 hours before I yeah. did swim. But anyway. So what's your plan for this week? Um, this week I've got Katie a couple Bob's. of swims booked. I've got a Tuesday and a Saturday, early Saturday, 7am. Um, Tuesday I think is 4 o'clock. Um, I'll see how I'm getting on. If I'm feeling a little bit in need, I'll perhaps book a, a late week one, like a Thursday, Friday one or something. Oh no, that doesn't work with a Saturday swim, but Thursday maybe. Um Running, yeah, I'd like to do a couple of runs. I'd like to maybe make one of them slightly longer, so I'd like to push mm-hmm. up to sort of getting towards the five-mile mark. That would be nice. Um, and the other thing I'm doing this week is I've just signed up to it. Um, Silver Shadow sent me a link um, to a deep relaxation yoga nidra course, which is free um, this week from the 8th to the 12th, and I've signed up to that, and I've got day one and day two ready for me to um to to do and i'm hoping that that will be a bit of um help with the old s l e e p sleep mm. yeah good let's hope so let's hope so um yeah i've got a zoom meeting this evening at eight o'clock so if there's any new fetchies listening who want to find out a bit more about the training log then uh and and just you know say hello to me. Did you see whatever. that there's a gentleman called Tombs on one of the threads asking about how to get his training in from, from uh, you know, the other, other place. places. Um, yeah, I've seen multiple people asking okay. for that. Um, I don't know whether or not Tombs got a response. He got a link sent to him by somebody. I yeah. Think. yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah, I mean, if you are trying to get your data across. Um, GDPR says that you're entitled to a copy of your data in a portable format. So um, all of the big sites will have somewhere where you can do this. It's usually sort of buried somewhere in your account settings, you know, some sort of download link. Um, And it applies to fetch as well. So if anybody ever wants a copy of their fetch data, just um, get in touch and I'll I'll sort that out for you. Um, Yeah, so coolio. Good. Right, uh, send your audio contributions to podcast at fetcheveryone.com. Thank you to everybody who's contributed this week. Uh, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and visit fetcheveryone.com forward slash podcast mm. with just, you know, just do it. Mm-hmm. And we'll see you next time. Mm-hmm. Good night, Katie.
Good night, Ian. Good night, everyone. Good night, Mavis. Good night. Oh, I've forgotten what voice she has. That'll do.